It is party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. This episode brought to you by Genesis 950 and Tac Pack. We'll talk about them in just a little bit. Of course, we are in the mothership, which is Studio 22. Puppet Master Mark's driving at the helm, hanging out over there looking svelte and suave and deboner. And uh, no, not, no, not, you're not deboner? Yeah, okay. Debonair? Deboner? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they say it these days. Yeah, <laughs> I love the hesitation when I said deboner, and you you didn't know whether to put that microphone in front of your face or not. <laughs> Just reach over there and grab that long cylindrical object, and we're off to the races. Stay horned, Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians. Does, let me ask you an honest question. Do, okay. do you ever like when I start going off on a tangent and saying things? Do I do I make you nervous? A little bit. There's always a. Uh... A tinge of me not knowing what the future has in store yeah that's a little scary is there but i mean if, if i i mean i've gone off the rail somewhat the beauty of it is you have the power of the edit button like you can copy and cut and paste and if you need to take something out you can but because you have editorial power you're right you are the editorial dictator of the Chad Prather show, you can determine, like, you can take, I've seen edits and I'm like, oh, this girl right here, what she just did oh, right yeah. here. Yeah, what there's a lot that the viewers do not see and there's some nifty editing yeah. um, tricks that I have to. Speaking of editing, I need you to give me, I want you to cut me a little uh, 30 seconds when I was talking about my little Trump wallet here. Copy. I want. I need that. I want to send it over to the folks over at Proper Gentlemen. Um, yeah, uh, we're going to talk about sex today because that's what we do um, when the time comes and and uh, if you've ever seen a black man blush, well, today is an opportunity because K-Dub, Kevin Wade, sitting here. Speaking of party time, my mom loves Kevin Wade. She's always commenting on your stuff and on the social media, and she's, she'll send you the messages, and uh, it's crazy. Mom's got, a wonderful woman. I've, I've a met her a couple person. times, and she you is have. a really, really nice lady. She's a good person. Party foul Steve. Party foul Steve's mom and my mom started communicating via facebook and that makes me nervous oh yeah i'm sure they're doing weekly phone calls by now yeah stay mm -hmm. out of my business mom 46 years old i'm kidding don't do it i need it i need it need the prayers need the prayers otherwise i might i might get weird like the rest of the planet's gotten weird everybody wants to be transgender these days like that's a major thing like what is the population mm -hmm. like percentage wise what's the population of of transgender people in America, what like one percent, maybe? I mean, what I know what you... the if they all get together and breed, I know how many offspring they'll have. <laughs> well, well, I mean, the same as two gay guys. I mean, they're not going to have any offspring yeah. unless something's done. They got to adopt. I mean, this is just pure biology. And by the way, for those of you wanting to get triggered and those out there just looking to do it, biology is not bigotry. Candace, what's the percentage? All right, so according to a, this is a little while ago, but 2016 Williams Institute uh, research showed 0.6% of U.S. adults identify as transgender. So that was in 2016. Identify, but it dominates culture these days in a big way. There's, 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 it dominates. If you notice mm -hmm. this, like everything is yeah. a conversation about a man is going to have a baby. Or and what they mean by that is it's a person who biologically was a female, but now identifies as a man. I just can't get my head wrapped around this whole idea of you used to be something and now 
it's a hate crime or hateful or bigotry if I don't call you according to because if because like I've seen mm-hmm. some pats in the world that I don't know if they're a man or a woman and I treat them accordingly. Yeah, because I don't know what to call you. There's there are people like that. Yeah, and um, I remember a, a couple of flight attendants who. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, where do you go? Which Gender which term ambiguous. do you use? And, and and a lot of the time, I'll just go by the uniform. Yeah. Okay, if they're wearing a male uniform, okay, <laughs> I'm going to say he. And well, if a lot wearing... of these flight attendants these days, you still can't tell. I mean, you got you got some of the male attendants wearing scarves. Eh? Yeah. yeah, a lot of those long hair, scarves, and dresses. <laughs> uh, and and you go, okay, she. it's fun. Y'all laugh. But yeah. the the real problem is if they didn't actually change anything, well, all they're doing is changing the word. Um, uh, they've, they're still the same person. They always were genetically. They're exactly the same as they always were, but now they've changed the word. Okay. And it's like, I'm saying, okay, I'm, I'm born male, but I'm going to call myself a woman now. Well, all I've done is change the word. Mm -hmm. Um, and now it's an offense all of a sudden, if you call me a man, because I decided I'm, I'm a woman. Yeah. Uh, And, and that's the part that I find disturbing is they're, they're making the language unreliable. Right. You know, you can't use the term male or female or, or man or woman or, or because all of a sudden they don't mean what you intend when you say them. Yeah. It's a destruction of language. And, and language is an important thing. If you don't understand, society is built on language. I mean, you know, that, that's one of the reasons why you go back to the old story in the Bible about them building the Tower of Babel. And they were building a, a spire to heaven, a tower to mm-hmm. heaven. And, and God confused their languages and thereby confused them. You start confusing language. There's a good parable in that. Yes. You start getting languages confused, and you really start to confuse culture and society. And, and so much, I can remember having a sociology teacher at the University of Georgia who kind of off the cuff uh, said one day in a lecture that we discovered, in our evolution, we discovered language by accident. Hmm. Which I thought was an interesting way of putting that. There is a belief system behind that statement that I was not comfortable with. Um, I, I don't believe that we evolved to the point of, of discovering by accident language. I believe that language is a gift from God. And that is my hmm. worldview behind that statement. And now, none of us sitting in this room are experts on transgenderism. But also, there's no one in this room that really cares. I mean, we. but just, again, it comes back to whether it's transgenderism or homosexuality or whatever it is you choose to be. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is you choose to be, belief system, politically, gender-wise, whatever you want to do, that's fine. But don't make me suffer because of it. I've, I've seen people who have attacked others in public. I've seen a firsthand witnessed it of somebody. Mm-hmm. They got misgendered, and all of a sudden it just turned into World War III over this person getting misgendered. And I'm like, give me a break. But the problem that I have, this is where I'm going with this. We're, we we got issue with you have these major companies out there these days who are pandering to this 0.6% of the American population, and we are literally giving them billions of dollars to continue this sphere of influence that, in my opinion, is adding more and more confusion. Case in point, Apple. Got an Apple phone right here. I like using Apple products. You know, I people can say what they want to say, blah, blah, blah. I, don't, I like it's convenient. It helps my life. There it is. It's a tool. I use it. But Apple introduced the uh, new gender neutral emojis. They unveiled 398 new designs on the latest iOS update. 
And uh, so last week they released this thing. And according to Emojipedia, I didn't know that was a thing, Emojipedia.org, 265 emoji have been redesigned to reflect emoji who are not either male or female. <laughs> now that sounds, why not? I mean, just why not? Of course, everybody should be included, and I don't have a problem with that. I really don't. But again, now you have the characters representing people with disabilities, such as the wheelchairs, the ones that walk with a cane, those who have uh, uh, here with the help of a device, mechanical limbs. I, I mean, I mean at person. what, at what a... point in time do you just start dreaming up to be like, I, I need an emoji. I need a cartoon character that identifies my status in life, my place in life. You know, I, I did the one, I made a little meme the other day about the blind emojis <laughs> with uh, with the white guy leading and us all the people of color behind him. <laughs> and I'm like, here's Joe Biden leading mm -hmm. the 2020 candidates. You know, they're all blind, but you got big Joe, white Joe Biden in the front. Yeah, there's, there used to be stick figures. Yeah. You know, and they were, they were genderless. Yeah. And that was fine. But now all of a sudden they've got to be, gender neutral as opposed to gender less they have yeah. a gender it's just we don't know yeah um, i always gendered my stick figures he did mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so i uh, always, i got in trouble in third grade for drawing a picture of a naked woman right you know third grade and i got caught doing it and uh she was not gender neutral all right this was not a gender neutral thing this mm -hmm. was a this was for a third third grader this was some significantly anatomically correct uh, artwork here for a little boy fifth grade for me well, fifth grade, i know where you're yeah. going yeah <laughs> so you do that and uh and and i don't i just don't understand this um like i i get the dysphoria thing that that is john hopkins university defines that as a mental issue mm -hmm. um it is a mental problem when a person is confused about who they are inside of a biological body now that's not me don't hate on me that's john hopkins university mm-hmm Again, I love everybody. I don't care. But when it gets to a point where now I have to, I mean, don't don't start messing up my emojis. Life imitates art. And go back 30 years ago the, where you saw the kind of stuff where men were having babies and stuff was at your grocery store checkout lines, National Enquirer and mm -hmm. other magazines like that. And that's where it started. And it just kind of. So now it's. Well, I remember news. like, OK, not long ago, there was this. Never mind. I'm not telling that story. Mm -hmm. So you're you're right in a sense, and I get what you're trying to say. Here's what we do. Here's how culture proceeds many times, and I'm making this very simplistic. We label something. We give it a label. Mm -hmm. Then we laugh at it because it's funny because it's different, right? We laugh at things that are different. But then we launder it, all right? And so then once it gets laundered, it gets kind of like whitewashed and accepted into society mm -hmm. And you don't even think about it as being taboo or laughable anymore. Now it's offensive to laugh at it. Mm -hmm. um, and, it, and, it and then it gets to a point where it's so inculcated into the culture that we don't even label it anymore. So, you know, it, it, again, my issue there is when you start taking years ago, the JCPenney catalog would come in and you had a section in there with women who were wearing bras and panties. They were, you know, they were mm -hmm. advertising their unmentionables. And again, the little teenage boys, they would find it and they were like, oh, <laughs> yeah, look at this. You know, mm -hmm. hey, yeah. they felt Almost. like they were being naughty. And this was a JCPenney catalog, right? 
Now you got you have the Maxim magazines and you have the stuff yeah. that's online. So that to see something like that in a in a in an even Victoria's Secret catalog, it's benign. It's it's been it's been so laundered you don't even think about it as taboo anymore. They literally put it in the mail to come uncensored to your home. Here's the catalogs, boom, there it is. Back in the eighties we would have thought, Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my lord! What it's has filled. done showed up? Yeah, yeah. That but was... we've so laundered it, we don't think about it anymore. So what we have <laughs> is there is there is a, and this has nothing to do with your sexuality. This has nothing to do with your sexuality at all. There is a force at work in the world that is trying to destroy certain values trying to destroy, if you will, a Judeo-Christian ethic. That has been labeled puritanical. It's ancient. People don't do that anymore. How dare you have old traditional values? We will cancel culture you. We will crucify you. You can't say things like that. Okay, it's not an inclusivity. They say we want to be inclusive. Okay, we want to include the people that we've labeled as mm-hmm. as uh, marginalized. But those people out there in the majority, you Christians, you, you practicing— Folks out there in your faith-based lifestyle, we're not including you. You guys are now, we're pushing you out. Now the marginalized minority is going to come in and take over everything. Mm -hmm. They're the center of attention and everybody else is marginalized. Right. And so now who's the persecuted people? It's the Phil Robertsons of the world who literally get into an interview, read read a scripture from the Bible that says, you know, this is what I believe. And all of a sudden you're out. You're off the show, mm-hmm. you know, which Phil said, you mean, tell me that's all I had to do to get kicked off this thing, yeah. you know, and, and so the Bible verse. Yeah. So and if you don't think this is important, get your head out of the sand, because these are little ways, you know, just just mm-hmm. with emojis and little things like that. And I'm not overreacting. Mm-hmm. An emoji isn't the end of the world, but these are little things that help you launder this culture in here. This is the stuff. I had a conversation and look, got plenty of, I shouldn't have to keep qualifying this because I really don't care what you think in terms of what, where I am. I know who I am. I know who my friends are. I know the people I care about, know the people I work with. I, I really don't care what you think of me. I know me. You know me. Steve knows me. Candice, God bless you, has to put up with me. You, you guys know where I'm coming from when I say this. And anybody that's been following or watching this long enough, they know where I'm coming from. But let's face it, the gay community is not a monogamous community, especially amongst males. It's not. The, the, the homosexual gay community is not a monogamous. It tends to not be. That's why there tends to be a lot more HIV. Hey, listen, I was with gay friends over the over the weekend, last weekend, and they were talking about, I mean, you're not, you just take a pill. We don't even worry about HIV, HIV mm-hmm. anymore. See why? Because something that you used to fear and fret over that used to kill people now is like, oh, we just take a pill. We don't worry about it. We have as many partners as we want to have. Mm-hmm. Right? Why? Because it's not a monogamous thing. And you yeah. know, you know, you know, you know I'm telling you the truth. Now, I'm not putting anybody on the spot. Everybody has their professional lives. This is my opinion, my opinion alone. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, welcome to the show, Kev. Yeah, that's quite <laughs> all right. Yeah, um, I mean, you're seeing ads on TV for it, and, and, and yeah. I'm not going to name it, but it, it, the whole process is called prep, I believe, and it's yeah. about... Uh, uh, taking something that, that protects you so that you can continue to behave in a manner that yeah. t- 10 years earlier would have been a death sentence. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that, that's wrong. Uh, a lot of the problems I think we have are people, we have a natural tendency to look for where our limits are. Yeah. Uh, it's, it starts from childhood. And, you know, as a parent, you, you 
give your child limits, okay? You can go this far, no further. And then they get older, okay, now you can go this far and no further. You know, you're, you have to be in before the street lights come on. Mm-hmm. And when we grew up, that was, that was the deal. And now it's okay, now you're a bit older, okay, home by 10 p.m. or home by uh, midnight, okay, it's not a school night. Uh, so you can get home by midnight. But these are all limits that we put on ourselves, on our children. And there are natural limits that are on us. Mm-hmm. But we always chafe against limits. Sure. Uh, we, we hate them. And we always look for a way around them. And there are certain limits that are not necessarily a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the problem. We're running up against limits. We're trying to get past limits that really... We probably shouldn't be trying to get past. Yeah. Um, well, look at it like this. You look at the physical body. Your body is not designed to survive an impact that's faster than the speed of run. Mm-hmm. But what do we do? We get on motorcycles. We go out. You know, we do all these crazy things. Then we're daredeviling. Then we're taking things for granted and stuff like that. And what happens mm-hmm. is you wind up smeared all over the pavement somewhere yeah. because you did not obey the limits. There were limitations that were there. There's a fence. There's a fence that's mm-hmm. there. And and we look at we look at the fence as being, oh, we got to get outside of the fence when really and truly life is about getting more towards the cent. Let's get towards the center where there's Mm -hmm. more freedom. I don't want to ride the fence line. And it's a pretty broad fence. It's a pretty lush green pastures inside here. And when you get outside of there and anybody that's lived long enough knows when you get outside those limitations and that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're making we're making sexuality almost a disease. We're making sex a disease. We're, uh, you know, th- th- we're, we're, we, everything has to have this label. Mm-hmm. And for instance, Mike.com, M-I-C.com has a they, they have a term scoliosexuality, the sexual orientation that recognizes gender as a spectrum. So what does that mean? Now, sexuality is like autism. Is that, I mean, is that, it's a spectrum. So the point in this, it's an identity. Listen to this. I want you, I want you to get this. You got to, so you got to stay informed about these nuanced descriptors Mm -hmm. of gender expression, which is what you were referring to and sexual orientation. So here's the thing. Scoliosexuality means different things to different people. It refers to someone. (laughs) Yeah. It, it, most saliently, it refers to someone who's attracted to non-binary individuals, those who don't identify as only male or female. Okay, so again, mm-hmm. now you have these. We're back to the emojis. This is something mm-hmm. I, I'm attracted to, and I have a friend who has a daughter, has a f- biological female daughter who identifies as a son. They've been dealing mm-hmm. with that. He, she has, uh, have been dealing with it. And what's funny is this biological female that identifies as a male will date biological males that identify as a female. Now you see where I'm going with this thing. This starts to get, it gets quirky. And then you have to walk on eggshells to make sure that you pronoun these people properly. Now I didn't sign up for this craziness. I'm a dude. I'm a stupid dude. I'm a dude that puts his foot in his mouth all the time. It also makes Steve wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it turns Easy. out they, they can procreate. They can procreate. <laughs> Maybe they can. <laughs> so so that's, yeah. that's the thing. So this article goes on to say it's a way to express a scoliosexuality. They're attracted to anyone who isn't cisgender. Of course, cisgender means that's us, right? Yeah. yeah. You identify with your biology, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I didn't know there. I didn't know there were options growing up. That's the problem. We're giving people too many damn options. So it's often used to describe an attraction to trans men and women 
A scoliosexual could be attracted to someone with no binary gender affiliation or with a gender identity that is different from the one they were assigned. Assigned. Who assigned it? If we're just products of time and slime and evolution, mm-hmm. then why should there be any gender at all? Someone assigned it to you. Who? Your parents? No. Biology did. Who assigned mm-hmm. the biology? Well, God did. You're a product of creation. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. I don't believe in God. No, you don't want to give an account to anybody, and therefore you've chosen a lifestyle whereby you don't have to do that anymore because you want a life without limitations. But let me tell you something. you got limitations. Men, if you have a penis, you can't have a baby. You biologically cannot have a baby that's a limitation there's the limit yep you, you we run up against that limit and and we're trying to find a way around it yeah. and it turns out that's going to be a hard one to get around it's, it's uh, yeah <laughs> it's, it's that's the whole deal yeah. that's the whole deal all right i'm not done pissing people off i'm not done but you guys know my favorite thing these days is the genesis 950 i love it don't replace the carpets because your dog peed on the carpet. Don't do it. Don't get new carpet. You got odor. You got all this stuff. You got to get the Genesis 950. Genesis 950. Add a little water. You take. You can take a gallon of Genesis 950. It's going to make up to seven gallons of cleaner. Add the water. It's going to break down the stains. It's going to get rid of the odors. They're going to be gone for good. It's antibacterial. It's going to get rid of everything in the carpet all the way down to the padding. You can use it in the machines. It's green. You don't have to worry about your family or your pets having anything that's not safe in the house. And uh, if you got old stains, just use a bigger ratio. Put more of the cleaner in there. Bigger odors, same deal. So you can use it to clean everything in the house, bathrooms, kitchens, countertops, any type of material, any type of, of, of um, surface, garage floors, oil, grease stains, engines, wheels, tools, upholstery. So don't go get new stuff. Use Genesis 950. You can get it on Amazon.com. I don't want you to do that. I want you to go direct to the source, Genesis950.com. They're going to give you a free spray bottle. They're going to give you a discount when you use promo code BLAZE. Go to Genesis950.com and use promo code BLAZE. All right. So God created you. This is my worldview. This is the paradigm. This is the net through which I see the world. God created you. You are a product of creation. You are a product of design. You are a product of of unbelievable detail. And the, the, you are, as the Bible says, fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah. There are so many things. Get around Ben Carson sometime and let him talk about just the brain process of chewing and swallowing food. And he'll go through this long two-minute description of all the things that have to take place mm-hmm. in your brain for you just to chew and swallow food. Um, and that that's yeah. it's it, we're fearfully and wonderfully made. I have no question about that. People say, no, we're a product of evolution, blah, blah, blah. I've never seen anybody put a stick of dynamite in a, in a pile of building materials, set it off, and watch a house get built. It just doesn't happen like that. You are a product of design. Somebody put you together. So when you talk about what you were assigned at birth, now, I'm not getting into what you desire or what you focus on or what you're attracted to. But when you start talking about that sexuality is a spectrum where you can just go any direction you want to go. We're not talking about sex. We're talking about gender here. And that's really what's that is what is under attack here, because <laughs> being attracted to people with gender nonconforming identities and fetishizing trans people, two different things. This person says being sexualized specifically for having a certain gender presentation feels a bit icky and inauthentic. 
this, this, of course, was said by a person mm-hmm. who's a gender-fluid tarot reader in Milwaukee. Don't you love it? Mm. Don't you love it? This is who they quote. Are you with me? Are you with me now? <laughs> yeah. It feels like I'd have to stick with that to remain attractive, which isn't something I want to do. I'd rather know that people who are drawn to the part of me that stays constant while my gender is always changing. Now, this is the mindset, mm. Dub. I mean, this, this is the mindset. <laughs> Talk about keeping your what? options open. Yeah. WTF, man. Whiskey, Tango, Foxtrot. Mom, what happened? What did you not tell me? What? Like, yeah. you get like, okay, so what that person says is you can remain attracted to my penis while my gender keeps changing, which ain't nobody attracted to a penis, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yes, you're designed by God, but God messed up on the front of us, mm-hmm. Kev. I, I mean, it is God messed up, okay? I kind of like mine. Oh, you would. Mm-hmm. Nobody else on the planet does, right. Steve. I don't have any problem with mine. No, nope. <laughs> no, nope. there you go. There you go. GetRoman.com. The, uh... <laughs> Candace, I'm not going to ask you about that. I'm not. I wonder why the culture hadn't attacked all the plumbers across the entire world they you know they talk about plumbing parts male and female mm-hmm. and stuff like that i don't think about their plumbers under crack no yeah it's gotta be coming I, I i don't this person said i don't feel like i've personally been fetishized because of my gender presentation what but i what is a gender <laughs> presentation like you got boobs? well no i, I just, show up i present myself as a man uh, yeah yeah but um that's just who I am. Uh, it's just who you are. Yeah. It's... Like, I'm not presenting. I, I don't know. So, my gender presentation. But I do know that a lot of other yeah. gender nonconforming friends have been fetishized. Uh, this is a person that's a PR account associate in San Francisco. Of course, San Francisco. Um, yeah, I'm judging. Hmm. The identity as a non-binary lesbian is often attracted to other. I can't even. I can't even with this. Scoliosexuality. Could mean a lot of different things, is what the article goes on to say. The best way to understand the term is to avoid. Here's here's where it gets down to it. Avoid objectifying or fetishizing is to just ask the person who identifies as such what it means to them. No. Just no. No. I'm not. And you shouldn't Hmm. either. Because, again, I told you, if it rubs the cat the wrong way, tell the damn cat to turn around. Turn the cat around. If you don't like it, lick it, man. I'm telling you, get the hell out of here with this nonsense. It's crazy. I don't need that. That's what I mean. And don't cram it down my throat. I am not responsible for your crazy. I don't care what you're packing. I don't care how you're presenting. It's not my responsibility to gender you properly, pronoun you properly, pronounce your name properly. I mean, my God, people mispronounce my name day in and day out. I don't care. I'm not offended by it. People make, oh, oh, here's the other thing. You've seen it on Twitter. Everybody wants to come at me because my name is Chad. You're such a Chad. You're such a Chad. Oh, my God, you're a Chad. I mean, you've seen this whole thing. You know, you're, what? shut the, who cares? (laughs) That's what you got. Now, you're going to get triggered by misgendering, mispronouncing, mispronouncing, and microaggressing somebody, but you're going to make fun of my name. You're going to make fun of my hat. You're going to make fun of the color of my skin. The fact that I sit in a truck, sat that I got a dog. Party Faustine's got long hair. He's very effeminate. F the left. That's what I'm talking about. Show, you, show him the shirt. There it is. F the left. You can get it at shop.blaze. <sighs> Mess it up. Shop.theblaze.com. Mm-hmm. 
go to the chat and pray the collections. It's not my responsibility, Candace. It's not. <laughs> I remember reading it's not. A, a science fiction author years ago. I can't remember who the author was. We're right was, in the middle was, of it right now. Science uh, yeah, it was, it was a science fiction story, and he was talking about uh, the, the the how the universe sees humans. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, if there was a name that they were going to give us, we would be called the categorizers. Okay. Uh, yep. We like, I mean, what is it? Kingdom, phylum, class, yep. order, species, family, genus, genus species. species. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, we categorize things. You know, it's okay, male, female. We we put things in categories and it's part of our nature to identify and figure out where this fits in the big picture. And this whole gender fluid thing runs completely afoul of that because they're saying, Oh no, you can't categorize me. And I think that's what it's all about. It's not about how they feel. It's how they don't want to be categorized. Yeah. I don't think any of us purposely go out there and misgender somebody. No, you know, don't get me wrong. I, I know people that would do it and call people out in public and stuff like that. that. That's that's, that's an anomaly. That doesn't, that's not. And that's bigotry. So, I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, do you, do you, do you know, (laughs) It's better. Do you know how many white people from the South that I know that call it the Ku Klux Klan? It's (laughs) the Ku Klux Klan. They can't even pronounce it. They can't even pronounce it. Trust me, they ain't members. (laughs) They don't even know. So, I mean, that's the kind of thing. You're right. And that's the whole deal. People, everybody... So, so they, everybody wants to, in a in a bigoted way, call us bigots. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not being bigoted at all. We're just saying, get off of this this no, whole label pick thing. A lane, yeah. Hey guys, tack. Pack is the premier monthly subscription box for military, tactical, and Second Amendment enthusiasts. For just $49.95 a month, they're going to ship you at least $100 worth of gear. You're going to get AR-15 parts, EDC tools, knives, cleaning kits, mix of other tactical gear and apparel direct to you. And now it's time for them to reveal their next pack. So listen up. December's pack features a blade from CRKT, which is one of my favorites, gear from Sons of Liberty, Gunworks, Hexmag, and more. This is their special Christmas pack. So guess what that means? It's going to feature $270 worth of gear. It is the ultimate gift for the tactical and survival-minded enthusiast in your life. And if that person is you, don't feel guilty. Just treat yourself. Go to TACPAC.com, and when you use the promo code CHAD at checkout, they'll ship you a free mystery bag of tactical goodies shipped out around the same time as your first tack pack and if you're upset that you missed the november pack well all you got to do is send them an email info at tackpack.com after you sign up they might have some left and i bet you they'll they'll make sure you get it so if you're into tactical gear from the best companies for half the price tack pack is for you go to tackpack.com that's tack t-a-c pack P-A-C-K dot com and use offer code CHAD. There's a woman, Ottawa, Hmm. Ottawa, LifeSite News, November 5th, 2019. This is just, yeah, they're representing the Justice Center for Constitutional Freedoms. Representing a young girl and her mother in an application before the Ontario Human Rights Tribunal against the Ottawa Carleton District School Board. The child's former teacher and the principal of the school, the family 
brought the claim for discrimination on the basis of gender identity for teaching NB, which is what they classify her as, non-binary. Mm-hmm. And her class, there are no such things as boys or girls. NB identifies strongly as a girl. The amended application includes a claim for discrimination on the basis of sex and notes the child's rights to security and the person and equality under Section 7, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. It's gotten a lot of attention, obviously. Six-year-old student, they, six-year-old student was in a class. The teacher showed him a YouTube video entitled He, She, and They. Gender, queer kid stuff, number two. Can you believe this? Is that the title? Yeah. Yeah, queer oh, kid God. stuff, number two. The video no. contained a number of statements about gender identity and asserted that some people aren't boys or, or girls and that those who do not feel like she or he might not have a gender in order to determine who is a girl or a boy or neither. The video says all you have to do is ask someone their pronouns. Oh, I'm sorry, but I'm a categorizer. Um, <laughs> what? Do I call somebody who has XX chromosomes? Is there a word? Or, the, or, or we don't have any words anymore for that. I don't, I don't, well, I, there's no right words. That's the problem. Yeah. Why do you so, got to call it anything? So the kid goes home, tells her parents, asking why her identity as a girl was, quote, not real. Um, not sure she wanted to be a mommy when she grew up. Asked if she should go to the doctor about this issue. She expressed the feeling that she, quote, had to do something about the fact that she is a girl, followed by a lesson uh, on the concepts of gender spectrum and sex changes. Um, they didn't get parental consent to teach that. No. You know, in Canada, teach, they probably don't have to. They probably, they, you know, but they, hence the reason. So, you know, now this mm-hmm. family's concerned and move the kid over to a new school. And, they're, they, you know. If everyone has a gender identity, the gender identifies identities are protected under the quote code, then this NB's gender identity as a girl should be protected. Well, you know, I. Uh, so don't be a boy. Don't be a girl. Don't be any of that stuff anymore. It's too dangerous. Don't do it, Kevin. <laughs> There's got to be. Um, there's something that you are now, if you want to identify as something else, fine. I don't care. That doesn't bother me at all. But you're, you're a boy who identifies as non-binary or you're a girl who identifies as a boy or, you know, there's what you are. And then there's what you identify as. Um, and I don't mind you identifying as whatever you choose to identify as, but, there's something that you are. Yeah. I mean, there's, there is a reality yeah. of, of, okay, you have the capacity to give birth because you have a womb. Okay. You're, you're genetically XX. There's a term for that. It's called female. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if you don't identify as a woman, fine. I don't care about that. That doesn't bother me at all. You know, you want to be called he fine. You just let me know. And, and I'll try to do that. But But, I have, if I'm walking out of the gas station, I haven't hold the door open for you because it's already like, don't blast me because how dare I? I? I'm sorry. I'm looking at you. Obviously XX. That's what I'm going to, you know, that's where I'm coming from. You're XX. That's not going to change. That is not going to change. So we've seen a lot of this stuff 
again, you just keep you just keep laundering it. You keep laundering it. It becomes more palatable. It becomes accepted to the point where now you have drag queen story hour in front of kids at the library, mm-hmm. and this one, you know, <laughs> drag queen guy flashes the kids, whether inadvertently, accidentally, but there there is mm-hmm. you know is dingers hanging out. And, you know, in front of all the kids and people are defending this like this is OK. I mean, why, why do we have to have a drag queen story hour? I mean, I don't understand this. So I'm going to finish this episode with this story right here, because this is yeah. this is the thing. And this person wrote an article about how about a transgender story time from a victim. And so here was a person who wrote a wrote a deal, wrote a little uh, little little blog post here and talks about. It was her personal testimony of being married to a, quote, transgender man. And she said, I have an idea. Let's just have a transgender story time at the library. I'll start with my story. It isn't a really happy story, but it's a true story. It includes children being told they can no longer call their father dad, even in the privacy of their own home, or they face punishment. It includes children being coerced to wear pride bracelets to school by a transgender lover of their transgender father. It includes transgender father and FTM, note female to male, lover repeatedly telling a ninth grade boy it's okay to be gay and he can totally tell them if he is. It includes an MTF father and his transgender activist friends trying to put children ages 5, 6, and 11 on the transgender float in the Pride Parade, which featured a man wearing a bondage outfit, leash, and holding a whip. It includes abuse and threat to murder of all my children and my ex by my FTM by the FTM, female to male, lover of their father. It includes a FTM transgender that has a criminal history for assault and battery against a woman partner but still appointed co-chair to the LGBT advisory board by the mayor. It includes children finding sex toys and straps for bondage and S&M on the bed at their dad's house where they sometimes slept with their dad and his lover on the same bed. It includes how nobody who knew this was happening in the family courts, court-appointed counselor and psychiatrist and CPS did not take action to protect these children until a lawsuit was underway putting the microscope on them. It would include boys who cried themselves to sleep for years. It would include a boy dropping out of Boy Scouts because he did not have a father to participate with after the crossover ceremony because his dad was crossing over to the opposite sex. It would include the harassment I had to endure at the hands of activists Lawyers bombarding me with motions and complaints and running up legal bills on a single mom while activists paid the bills of the transgender client so that the kids could be taken into custody by him for a victory on their side, despite the fact that they were primarily cared for all the time by me, the mother. It would include suicidal ideation experienced by the boys and manifestations of OCD, including trichotillomania, pulling out hair, eyelashes, eyebrows in one child, and also forced regurgitation by one child because the child wanted to feel calm and in control. It would include a father who wanted to breastfeed his own baby. It would include a counselor who is active in the LGBT community calling me a closed-minded when I wanted to save my marriage and stop the cross-dressing I'd found out about. It would include that the counselor said I must be a lesbian. It would include the deep pain that a wife suffered as a result of losing a husband and breaking up her family over what is a lie, a man becoming a woman. It would include the ways the cross-dressing tormented her and affected her own expression of femininity for years. It would include how the narcissist survival techniques of a man who is living a lie and pursuing an even bigger one affects the mind and spirit of a wife. It would include how doctors lie on medical records because of feelings. It would include how counselors ignore previous mental health diagnosis and pursued the wishes of their patient, even without his wife being informed of the impending sex change. 
It would include a husband concealing the taking of sex change hormones for over 11 years, possibly contributing to a miscarriage and related cancer. It would include being told I cannot co-parent with a transgender parent because I am a Christian. It would include a lawyer trying to force me by the power of the courts to use preferred pronouns when referring to my husband of 15 years and father of three of my children. I don't know what to dress up as and what songs and crafts to include in this story time, but it would be an honest story time. Now, there are going to be people who will hear that and they'll say, oh, that's just bigoted and that's hate filled. Why? Why? Why can't that person identify along their belief system? That's Are a, you want to be inclusive? That's a victim. Why can't she tell her story? Tell mm-hmm. that story. That, And I'm telling you, those things are happening more times than you want to admit or choose to admit. But I'm telling you, there are victims. This is not a victimless thing. There are people who are suffering and dealing with this because of mental issues. And by the way, it is a fact that 42 to 45% of people with gender dysphoria commit suicide. So deal with the numbers. Deal with the numbers. It's a major issue, but we're labeling it, we're laughing at it, we're laundering it, and it's got to stop. It's got to stop because it really does harm people. It really does harm people. Look, I'm all for you. You you got issues. I'll, I'll be your number one person. You're dealing with something. You're dealing yeah. with an identity issue, a sexual identity. I will support you. I will. I will. I will hug you, hug your neck, support you, counsel you to the best of my ability, and point you in the right direction, and 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 try to help you. But but by God. You, you can't just let the craziness keep on running. You, you can't because it's messing it's messing up a lot of stuff. And we're talking 0.6% of the American population. It's an awful lot of passengers in the car getting hurt. A lot. A lot. K-Dub. Party foul. If you come out. As you, what? As gay. I'll love you. Well, gay. So but you totally and I will never share another tra- hotel. Transgender room. and gay, two different whole. Categories. No, I'm talking about gay, Steve. Oh, okay. Because I know your tendencies and I know what you're capable of. <laughs> you can't be a woman. Roll me up. I'll show you. But you could be gay. You could be gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shut up and laugh about it, people. Uh, oh, hey, yeah, I'm a sapiophile. I'm, I'm a something. That's why I like you. Yeah, you're. I, I identify as a human. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy. If it ain't race, sexuality, or gender, or whatever, nationality, ethnicity, my God. Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians. We don't even know what she is. I love you, kid. Get that 23andMe sponsorship rolling. Uh, I I am curious. I I, I really want to know. Yeah. If anyone from 23andMe would like to sponsor the show. Yep. You can Come email on, Steve at watchchat.com. You can swab me once a month. I would love to be able to like swab myself like every six weeks just to see how the results came back. It ain't going to change. Doesn't 23andMe sponsor another show here? I'd, I, would want, I would want to be a test subject. What? Do they sponsor another show here? I don't the know. Blaze? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Anyway. Mm. Come find us on tour. Our bigoted comedy show. <laughs> We really are. We love everybody. Go to watchchat.com. Come out and find us, man. Mm-hmm. Love everybody. Love everybody. Love diversity. We're inclusive, man. We love everybody. Mm-hmm. But you got to stop with the nonsense. Sexuality is not a spectrum. It is not a spectrum. It's not where you find yourself on the spectrum. That's not what it is. That is nonsense. Biology is not bigotry, folks. Put that in your head, okay? Keep mm-hmm. it up. Keep it up. What else we got? Anything? All right. Good. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in. Go to our podcaster. Offered.
Go to watchchad.com, ratings, reviews. You know, if you go to watchchad.com, you can scroll to the bottom of my homepage, and there is a link right there you can listen to and watch the podcast right there, watchchad.com. So, boom, look at Party Foul Steve taking selfies of himself. I like Get it. On I it, like to do it on the set. Get on it, Mark. And so I can Instagram Mark, it. it on there, Mark. Look at him. Oh, look at him. And I got yeah. your face right in the background, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> We're getting out of here. Love y'all. God bless. See you next time. Bye. Bye.